I knew my why, you know what I mean? I got, I got a wife, I got five kids, something had to happen. And if and nothing was going to be given to me, they weren't responding to emails. They weren't responding to LinkedIn messages. They weren't answering my calls. I texted them and uh, they immediately texted back and said, yeah, let's set up an interview. I had the mentality of, I'm not going to be ignored. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're going to either give me an interview or you're going to tell me no. And in the text messages, I'm telling people like the text message where the guy responded, I'm like, Hey, look, I'm not experienced. You know, this would be my first SDR position, but I'm telling you, I'm going to, I'm, I would do well. Just give me an interview. Kingston, you got a really interesting story and an interesting name, man. You had shared that you were in the ministry for 10 years and then you got to a point where you wanted to provide for your family at a different level, which led you to seeking out tech sales. So looking forward to hearing how you got into tech sales and how are things going today. So why don't you share with everyone a bit more about your story and what led us to this point? Uh, yeah, sure. So um, I uh, went to school for ministry. That's uh, what I wanted to do with my, my whole life. That was, uh, I was told my wife, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in ministry until I die. I'm not ever going to retire. Um, so uh, eating those words now, I guess. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I went to school, uh, got my master's um, in seminary after that. So I uh, landed a, a job pretty quickly after seminary as a full-time uh, lead pastor at a church uh, in Ferguson um, and uh, here in St. Louis. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was going really well. Um, really enjoyed it. One thing I realized right off the bat is that um, income was uh, not as easy to come by um, in the ministry uh, unless you, you know, get way up there. <laughs> and, and then, you know, even for me, there were some, uh, some, uh, I guess, ethical concerns with that for me. Um, but I, uh, I was okay with that. You know, my wife and I, we had those conversations like, Hey, you know, we're not ever really going to have it like that unless we start a business or do something on the side. And, um, we had aspirations of doing stuff like that, but, uh, we also had started a family, um, got five kids. Um, and, uh, that's been, that's been a, a pretty exciting, uh, thing in our lives. Um, we're done. Five is enough we put a cap on that. Um, and so no more, no more after that, but, um, our youngest are eight month old twins. Um, and our oldest is eight years old. So, um, it's been hard to juggle ministry. Um, and then because of the income needs of ministry, um, I've been having to do side hustles and anyone who's in ministry knows that it's not a 40 hour week job. Um, that's more like 60, 80 hour a week job. Um, and then on having to do, you know, Uber or, DoorDash or something else in addition to that time um, to try to make ends meet, it, it got pretty taxing. I wasn't around my family a lot. Um, so those were reasons why, um, in addition to that, I personally just kind of went through some uh, belief system changes. Um, and uh, it was kind of a combination of those things where I decided to just maintain my own personal integrity, um, just decided to kind of gently step out of ministry. It wasn't like a big thing, um, just just gently stepped out of that. And, uh, I wanted to, uh, actually I got into real estate after that and, uh, got burned by a friend. That's a whole story. I'll leave that short. Just saying I got pretty at work for a year and that got burned by a friend. Um, and, uh, then got just kind of disenfranchised with the whole real estate thing. I was like, how, oh, you know, this, I gotta do this. Um, and I wanted to find an industry, a stable industry, stable job. Uh, I wanted to provide for my family. Um, I wanted to, 
provide for my family in a stable industry and have time to be with my family. Um, and so I kind of landed on tech. I wanted to do uh, kind of the more Salesforce admin approach at first until I got into that and it was really boring. Um, I got several certification badges through, uh, you know, their trailblazer thing. And, uh, it just, it was not exciting for me. Um, and, uh, I got kind of turned on to tech sales. My wife actually found course careers and she's like, Oh, you should check this out. And I tried doing a competitor of yours and it didn't, it, they weren't, it didn't go well. Um, and so I was like, I'll do course careers. And, uh, I did that. I, uh, signed up with course careers. I purchased it on January 16th and, uh, signed an offer letter on February 16th. Um, so then I didn't realize it was ex exactly a month until like a couple of days later, I was like, Oh wow, that's pretty cool. Um, so, uh, it's been a wild ride, but it's been a good one. Um, and, uh, here I am working at an awesome company, um, with, a very generous compensation, very generous benefits, um, and, uh, being treated with, uh, an immense amount of respect and love. And I'm, I'm loving every bit of it. What does that mean for you and your ability to provide for your family based on the compensation today and the path upward, because there is high income earning trajectory in tech sales right. compared to what you were experiencing in the ministry. And the reason I ask is because I think there's a lot of folks out there listening who are doing some retail job or, or hourly job that, that they may enjoy, but it's just financially going to be very hard to get ahead. So can you talk about what that means now that you have a more generous compensation package? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for me, the, the rate at which my kids were going, growing up kind of snuck up on me. Um, I just kind of looked at my oldest son one day and I was, I was like, wow, this, a lot of time has passed and you have experienced so much of life. Um, and I've not been, I've not been a part of that. Um, and so for me, what that means is just being able to get actually to get my work done. And I'm a type of guy, I want to exceed quota. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm envisioning putting in, you know, more than 40 hours, a solid 50, maybe a little bit more, but even that is going to be significantly less than what I've been doing. Um, it allows me to manage my time a lot better. Um, it allows me to have more time than with my family. And already, I mean, I already have had so much more time. My, we homeschool our kids. Um, they're part of a co-op. So three days a week, they're actually at another with a group of kids that are also homeschooled, but they're, they're not at our home and they're being taught by a teacher. Then we all the parents kind of chip in and pay for the teacher. Um, well, two days a week that we need to teach them. And I've been doing that. I've been teaching them both days a week. And I've, I've actually really in love I've really loved that. I've not been able to do that. I've not been able to spend that time with my kids. Um, we were able to actually have time to go out to do things and then afford to do things that are better than just saying, Hey, let's go to the park and play on the jungle gym that we've played on a million times. You know, it's like, Hey, well, let's, my son loves sushi, which is expensive. He's eight years old and he can down sushi. Uh, we can take him out to go eat some sushi now and, uh, uh, not be a special occasion just kind of be because, um, so, I mean, it, all kinds of things come to mind whenever you ask that, but it means that I have time with my family um, and I have the, I have the funds to actually uh, capitalize on that time with my family. Um, so it's just been, it's, it's been the world already and it's just been a short while. You mentioned as part of your research process to get into tech sales, you had explored another alternative to course careers. Your wife had surfaced, well, hey, course careers looks interesting. Can you talk about why that other experience didn't pan out 
and then how Course Careers enabled you to then get into tech sales with previously not really having any tech experience? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, the, I don't know if I, it's kosher for me to say the name of the, the I can, I'm happy to say it. It doesn't bother me, but um, the, it was a, it was a company. It was a, a, a program that, what, how they were packaging themselves is they said, hey, you know, we'll interview you and then we'll place you with the company and then we'll pay you. Uh, it was a very small amount um, for a few months. And then after that, you'll probably become an intern and kind of, it was like a slow progression. Um, and whenever I say that we got burned in real estate, we really got burned. Um, and so like, I just was like, I just need something. And I also was kind of tired and honestly being a little lazy. I'm like, I don't want to do a lot of work. Just let me sit down and talk with you. You know, hopefully you can gauge, uh, you know, who I am as a person. And if you want me to do this, I, I was, I was not wanting to really put in a lot of work. Um, and, uh, after a couple of weeks, like I put in all the stuff, I went through all the courses that they had and I hadn't heard anything back from them. Like they just weren't even getting to me and I called them, I emailed them and there was nothing. And then finally they get back and they're like, oh yeah, well, we don't actually work in your area. And I was like, well, you said that you do fully remote stuff. So how is there an area? But it didn't matter at that point. So then, you know, my wife, uh, I think she actually also was already in course careers at that point and had already made a lot of progress. And I was just like, I'm going to just do this too. And so I got it myself. Um, and, uh, dove in right away. Um, and course careers was very cumulative. I mean, like everything, a very well-rounded, everything that I needed to know. I love how not only does it teach me, I, so I have a little bit of B2C experience. Um, and I kind of was very ignorant thinking I'm going to come in with my B2C experience in this industry and it's going to translate. And it, I mean, of course, some of it does. Um, but a lot of it doesn't. Um, and course careers help me break down like, Hey, here's actually how a B2B sales process looks. Um, it's very different than B2C. Um, and here's uh, what the role of an SDR is. And not only does Course Careers break that down, but then also I loved how Course Careers taught you how to then engage with the interview process, to engage with the application process, um, and to actually be more active in that. I actually tried applying to sales jobs in the tech industry before getting Course Careers, before looking at any type of education. Um, and I got no, I got nothing like no one was talking to me. There was nothing. And then from that to after getting the certificate with course careers, I mean, like a couple weeks later, I had three offers and, uh, that was just like, that was mind blowing to me. I was a uh, very stark difference. So really appreciated how, uh, course and in those interviews, I was super confident. I'm like, I know what an SDR is supposed to do. And I know I can freaking do it. So you need to hire me. <laughs> like, so, I mean, it was just. It just, it, it, I felt really good going into those interviews because of the material that course careers provided. So how did you complete the course in a month and then get hired a month later? You mentioned speed. It, it happened quickly overnight. Talk about your process because I think a lot of folks who may be in course careers today or who are considering a career in tech, they're wondering, well, Hey, is this going to work for me? Is it worth the money? How long is it going to take? You are a success story of starting the course, January being placed, February, give or take talk about how you made that happen um i was just really hungry at that point you know um the laziness had kind of worn off the laziness and hurt of you know the real estate thing i kind of worn off after a couple of weeks and not hearing back from the other place so once i signed up with course careers i just i told my wife i'm like every every opportunity i get to be doing this i'm just going to be doing this and i did it um i didn't really overthink it you know whenever i got to the test um 
I didn't overthink the test. I was like, I, I, I understand the material. I understand the books. I, I, you know, I listened to the audio, you know, I did the audio book thing. I am an auditorial audit, auditory learner. Um, and so I, I just listened to everything and I downloaded this stuff and I, I really just poured myself into it. Um, and uh, committed to doing it. And I, I, I didn't overthink it. I immediately took the test. I didn't get a killer score. I got like a 77. Um, so it wasn't like, uh, you know, it wasn't overwhelming. Um, but it was enough for me to, it was enough for me to understand, okay, I get it. I get, you know, I, I understand this stuff. I understand what it is that I need to do. Um, and they gave me the confidence to then go out and do it. So, um, and then the, the, looking for, I don't remember exactly when, how long it took me to go through the course. Um, yeah, probably like a couple weeks of really just doubling down and, and digging into it. Um, and then a couple weeks of interviewing and getting the offer. It sounds like you had quick success with completing the course, getting your test score and then landing the interviews. Can you talk about how you navigated that process, identifying companies you wanted to work for, how you got the interviews and how you prepared for those? The interview process was actually really fun for me. Um, again, I, I walked into it with confidence that, again, provided by course careers, understanding what the role is, understanding I can do this. Honestly, the book Fanatical Prospecting, I, when reading that book, I was just like, I'm actually pretty pumped. Like, like I'm like, let's go do this. Like, I want to find a place that'll just let me call people all day. Like, let's go. Um, and so I, I was, I felt really good going into it, really confident. So I had that confidence. Um, and then uh, the uh, the process I that was lined out in course careers was find, you know, basically find your ICP. So find your company that you want to work for. I had a criteria of uh, income and then the I wanted to make for sure it was a place that was highly regarded by um, by the employees that were already working there. And then one thing that I had a criteria that I had that I wouldn't really find out until the interviews was I want to make for sure that I'm going to be mentored in a healthy way um, and in a way that meshes with my personality. So that was uh, another thing that I looked for intentionally in the interviews. I asked questions around that. But um, those were my three criteria, two criteria to even get started in looking at a place was income and how do the employees like the company? Um, and I made a list. I went after like 10 to 15. My, my plan was 10 to 15. The first week I could only get 10 because it was more work than what I thought. Um, but the second week I actually was already knee deep in interviews. I kind of dropped off the cadence of prospecting because I wanted to start researching the companies that I was interviewing with and, and getting an understanding of those. So I developed uh, cadence. Um, I used uh, course careers as a template. I added to it a little bit because I wanted to actually call them and try to get them on the phone. Um, and uh, I did video messages on LinkedIn, but I came up with a cadence and I just honored it. I said, okay, here's the 10 companies. Here's the cadence. Um, here's what I'm going to do. And I, and I, I did it. I reached out. Um, I realized that a lot of people weren't doing that. Um, and uh, one company that uh, I got an interview with, they weren't responding to emails. They weren't responding to LinkedIn messages. They weren't answering my calls. I texted them and uh, they immediately texted back and said, yeah, let's set up an interview. Um, and I, we scheduled it over text and they showed up and I showed up and, it was, and I ended up getting an offer out of that. Um, one of them, you know, every single company referenced my outreach. They're like, hey, really appreciate, you know, your outreach. The second company or was kind of more casual with it. They're like, hey, you know, we saw that you were reaching out because I reached out to multiple of their people on, on LinkedIn. Um, and I was just like, Hey, 
give me an interview. Um, but the, the demand base where I ended up, I saw a post that a guy made. Um, they weren't even on my radar. I didn't know anything about demand base. They weren't showing up in the job post searches. <clears throat> but uh, one of the, the senior director of sales development just made a post saying, hey, we're looking for SDRs. Right now we're looking for four of them. Here's the pay. Um, here's like the awesome people you'd be working with. Like he made it so easy. And he even says, the more creative you are in reaching out to me, the more likely you are to get an interview. And I'm like, well, this dude's asking for it. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so what I did is I researched him and I found a Twitter, I found his Twitter page and he had a list of baseball cards that he liked and football cards that he liked. I used to play football in high school. So I looked for the most unique football player name that he had on the list and it was a Ladanian Tomlinson and I you know it has a capital L the capital D you know I figured it would pop in a subject line so I purchased like a two dollar card on Amazon I found his address on white pages and I sent it to him and uh, then I sent him an email with that in the the Ladan I just sent you a Ladanian Tomlinson card um, in the in the subject line and then I, I wrote the email very cheesily comparing myself as an SDR to Ladanian, Ladanian Tomlinson as a football player. So like I did some research and he never won any time. He never won like any big awards, but he was just consistent and he always put up his own personal numbers. Um, and I was just like, Hey, look, never won a sales award. You know, I, a lot of people don't know who I am. Nobody knows who I am in the sales industry, but I will consistently show up and put up the numbers just like Ladanian did. And, um, and he liked it, you know, he, he said, Hey, this creative, you know, my recruiter will reach out to you. And I'm like, awesome. You know, I sent him a, a LinkedIn video message as well. I pulled all the stops on that one. Um, and, uh, yeah, the interview process was their interview process was seven interviews long. Um, the other ones were three interviews. Um, but I got a real feel of the culture in those interviews. And, uh, yeah, whenever I got the three offers, it was kind of a no brainer of who to go with. Kingston, that's an incredible story, first and foremost. Can you talk about that mindset of truly going all in? Because it seems like you had gone through experiences in the past where you were kind of in, kind of out. And, and this was like, hey, I got to make this work. In my free time, I'm going to be learning the course careers information. I see this company that looks really cool. I'm really going to go above and beyond. I'm sure a lot of people would just go to the company page, press quick apply, and, and, and just say, oh, I didn't, I didn't get it. Whatever, I'll move on. Talk about that mentality of just how other folks can can pull from the success you had found getting hired, but just that mentality of just saying, I'm going to commit. I'm just going to do it. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I think that, it, like I said, I've got, I knew my why, you know what I mean? I got, I got a wife, I got five kids, something had to happen. And if and nothing was going to be given to me, you know, I already tried that approach. I tried, you know, just applying to tech sales jobs and I was the same person, you know, that was applying later. I just had the knowledge that course careers provided that was valuable and I had uh, a little bit more hunger. And so I just decided I'm not, I, I had the mentality of, I'm not going to be ignored. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're going to either give me an interview or you're going to tell me no. And in the text messages, I'm telling people like the text message where the guy responded, I'm like, Hey, look, I'm not experienced, you know, this would be my first SDR position, but I'm telling you, I'm going to, I'm, I would do well, just give me an interview, you know, like that. It's kind of like the role of an SDR. You're not actually selling the product. You're just, uh, you're just setting up the appointment with the AE. I kind of took that approach. We're like, I'm not trying to tell you to hire me right now. Just give me an interview. Just give me the time to sit down with me. And then you tell me if you think I would rock this job or not. 
Um, but that, that helped, you know, is it kind of focusing on just the next step helped me to really go after that next step with tenacity instead of thinking about, Oh, I got to get hired. I got to, I was like, no, I just need an interview. Just, just let me sit down in front of you and you tell me what you think. Talk about your process now being on the other side, being in the role as an SDR for a few months. What's that experience been like? Um, it's been awesome. So it's been, it's only been like, I'm at right at one month right now. And it's been, uh, it's not been like two, I've not gotten in the weeds of the SDR roles. Um, it's so demand base offers a really, uh, intense package of products. I mean, there's a lot, uh, a lot of services, so I'm still in the onboarding process. Um, I will say that, um, in doing like, they want to know my emailing. So we just did an exercise where we did email outreach, um, practices. They had us go into an account and find an account, target it. Why did we target it? Write email sequence. And, uh, um, I've gotten a lot of really, really positive feedback on that. And again, you know, it was a combination of what I've learned from course careers and just a, an attitude, even approaching these accounts the same way of like, hey, there's an in somewhere. Like there's hundreds of employees that work at this account. Somebody's going to talk to me and then I'm going to use that to, you know, build my way up to whoever I need to be talking to to make a decision. Um, so what do you see as the path ahead? How did the next three to six months play out for you in your career? Uh, three to six months, I'm going to rock it as an SDR. Um, I'm gonna, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to hit my quota. Um, I've already committed to, to doing all that I can. Um, I, uh, actually, I, so like, I, I know it might be weird, but the idea of really thriving as an SDR is really exciting to me. I, I could see myself being an account executive someday. I could see myself being a sales development leader someday. Um, but right now I'm just, I'm just really excited about being an SDR, man. Like, uh, it just, it, it's something that I really feel like I'm going to do well in. Um, uh, and, and I say that there's times whenever I feel a lack of confidence a little bit. Um, but I just remind myself, Hey, you know what, you know, um, you know what you're supposed to do and you know, you can do it. Um, and you know that this awesome company saw value in you and hired you. Um, you know, but it's mainly just, uh, the fear of, of dramatic change. I think that's creeping up whenever I do that. And a lot of times, you know, I've talked with people that are experiencing a little bit of uh, that fear. And a lot of times it has very little to do with the actual role and more to do with your life circumstances around what you're going through and the insecurity that you're feeling about life that you're then projecting into the role. Because to be an SDR, it's so simple. You know, you're just you're just contacting people, you know, and you get paid handsomely for it. Um, so um, three to six months, I'm just going to kill it as an SDR and uh, thrive in that role. Man, you got me fired up to make some dials this afternoon. Unfortunately, I got no one on my list, but I'm sure you got some people on your list you want to get back to. The final request, Kingston, give us the quick pitch why those listening right now who want to follow in your footsteps a career in tech should visit the first link in the description below for the free Course Careers Tech Sales Intro course. Yeah, um, you should visit the link because uh, it will give you it will get you started on uh, teaching you everything you need to know. Um, there's, a there, there's so much, um, in the tech industry that is overwhelming. And I really love again, how course careers made it so, so simple and so, so bite-sized and so easy to, to walk through. Um, you should click on the link, not only because of the education that you'll receive, but, um, going through that free course. And then um, 
hoping that that fires you up to then go through the real course and get what you need to actually land a role. Um, you get to be a part of a community, the community that, uh, that of course, careers of all the all the graduates and all the people that are currently going through it. I mean, it's been really cool. It's been really cool to see other success stories. It's been really cool. Like I see on LinkedIn, just course careers, people really encouraging one another and really lifting one another up um, and really helping each other get through uh, what, uh, what the job search is like. So it's, uh, it's really cool to see those tips given the encouragement given. Um, but yeah, clicking on the link is a first step that you need to, uh, to getting into, into the tech industry. Incredible story, Kingston. Thanks so much for being here today. Yeah. Thank you, Trent.